Nedarim Perik Yir Aleph Mishnah Ches 11.8. This Mishnah is now going off topic. The rest of the Perik and the previous Perik we're talking about Hafaris Nadarim, canceling Nadarim. Here we're talking about something that has nothing to do with that. We're talking about what happens if a person has been Madir Hana, he said that he won't allow Reuven, said that Shimon can't get benefit from him. But now Reuven wants to give, let's say, food or money, whatever the story is, to uh, Shimon's wife. So how can he go about doing that? So already we learned back in the fourth parak, Mishnah Gimel, that if um, that were the case, if Reuben had you know, said he's not giving any benefit to Shimon, he could give Shimon's wife food directly. That would be okay. The problem is, what happens if he wants to give her money to go and shop for food? The problem is that already Chazal established that if a woman comes into money, her husband has the right um, to benefit from the peros, from that which the money produces. So if you know, if, if the woman would buy a goat, the husband has the right to the milk. Or if she buys an apartment building, he gets rights to the rent. If she puts the money in the bank account, he has rights to the interest. So this now becomes a problem. If Reuven would give Shimon's wife money, so he has some rights to the Peros of that money, or even some other kind of asset, um, which if it had some kind of some kind of uh, dividend or something like that. So the question is, if Reuven wants to give not food but money to Shimon's wife, how does it go about doing it? So the case of our Mishnah um, will describe a scenario in which you have a father-in-law who took a neder against his son-in-law, so the father-in-law can't allow any benefit to accrue to his son-in-law from his property. But the father-in-law wants to take care of his daughter. So how can he give her money to go buy food or clothing, whatever it is, uh, given the fact that he has a netter in effect? So the Mishnah says, Once you have a situation in which um, the son-in-law has restriction from getting benefit from his father-in-law, but the father-in-law wants to give money to his daughter, so she can have food, let's say, Omerla, what does he say to make a stipulation when he gives the money so that it doesn't come to be the benefit or the potential benefit of her husband, which would be a contravention of the nether? So he says, This money, I'm giving it to you as a gift. Provided that your husband has no claim or stake in the money. Now that's good, but not good enough. Because if that's all that he stipulated, the problem would be that Chazal already said, the rabbis established that husbands do have a right in the money that their wives come into. They do have the right of peros. And that being the case, this in of itself would be an attempt to make a, a condition that is in at loggerheads, it's in contradiction to a condition that already was established by Chachamim, and therefore wouldn't be effective. You can't make a, you can't be masni, you can't make a condition that goes against what's already been established by the Torah, by the Chachamim, and therefore that would not be sufficient. He has to say, in addition to saying, he also has say, Ella, rather, what this is for is for you to go and buy, let's say, food for you to eat. This money is given to you for the specific purpose of purchasing food. And that being the case, it's going to be permitted because even though he's giving her money in her hand, it's 
only effectively her money at the moment she used it to purchase food because that's what it was given for. And by then it becomes food, which he's, he's allowed to give her food. It doesn't become, there's no payers on the food that the woman's now receiving. So the idea is conceptually, until she buys the food, the money's not hers. And therefore, of course, the husband has no stake in it and never will get a stake in it and wouldn't um, be able to get rights of, you know, of, of any benefit that would contravene the nether. Um, so that means, in other words, just to put it in different words, if he would give her money and say, this money is only for you to buy food with, and then she goes and buys herself a new wig with it, so then she essentially is a thief. That money wasn't hers to spend because he didn't give it to her to buy wigs. He said, this is for food. So it's only for food. So the idea being that since it wasn't hers until she used it for what it was specifically um, conditioned to be used for, like buying food, when she does that, it's too late. It becomes food and no longer a problem um, of her husband uh, having uh, any benefit from that from that money.